Judd. First of all, I want to congratulate you. Good job, well done. First, Danny, uh, I want to know if you've ever went rollerblading or ice skating before. Rollerblading or ice or skating? Ice, have you ever ice skated or rollerbladed before? I've done both, yes. Not very well, but... I think you're one of the best ice skaters I've ever seen because <laughs> I believe your strategy was to just skate right through this damn game like you did. Second question is, uh, were you deceitful? Were you a backstabber? Were you a liar? Or The one time that um, I, did, I did lie, Jamie came up and asked me, who I was going to be voting for that night. And I told him I was going to put Gary's name down, so I lied in that situation. And another time, Brian asked me, you know, who you're going to vote for, who you're going to vote for, and I just plain flat told him I didn't know just because I didn't want there to be much confrontation. To me, it sounds like you just lied a lot. So I would suggest that when you get back home, first thing you do is go to confession. You know, um, it's funny, Judd, because um, I do ask forgiveness every day because it's not just lying every day that we do. Believe me, I, I, I do ask forgiveness. I ask forgiveness every day about everything. Good answer. Welcome back to the Bitter Jurors podcast. I am Sam Stanish. And I'm Derek Reining. Uh Oh, what a great uh, episode to continue on from the premiere. Yeah, it was very good. Um, once again, I think the only like bad thing about it was Edge of Extinction, but we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Um, I was, I feel like it just started off so heavy with, like, getting us caught up on who had what advantages and what was going on with that, that I, like, wasn't sure how I was going to feel going through. But then, like, right as soon as, like, everyone started tweeting about how we've only gotten scenes about uh, different advantages, they, like, showed us Tony doing all that stuff with the ladder. And, like, (laughs) from there on, it was just, like, all great stuff. Right, yeah. That was our, um, like obligatory like okay let's do some set dressing and then get to the actual good stuff um so hopefully i was gonna say hopefully that trend continues but who knows yeah and but i felt like even with the um scenes about the advantages it was they've they made the advantages so that they had to include other people so it still Mm -hmm. showed relationships in a cool way i guess but it, i would i as always i would have liked it more if it was like naturally built as opposed to being forced to share these idols with other people yeah i personally didn't really like i don't really enjoy these um like this twist to the idol at least like i don't like that that's the only kind of idol we've had so far um just because like i was so excited when denise was the one to pick up that idol and then instantly she's like oh shit i have to give it to someone else and of course it's ben standing there yeah that was tough i mean well (laughs) just i'm pretty sure that sandra's idol is just a regular idol but then she had to buy it from natalie so it's like even when like i mean natalie is becoming like this like saleswoman from another (laughs) island um the potion seller yeah exactly (laughs) giving all her friends her various wares Mm -hmm. (laughs) um She's, uh, who's that from Legend of Zelda? Beetle, I think is his name. He's like the recurring mm. item seller. That's yeah. Natalie Anderson in this season. <laughs> Meeting up with the hero of time, whoever that ends up being. <laughs> Sophie Clark. I hope so. I think we all, I think we all hope so. Um, yeah. One thing I didn't like that I didn't see coming and like didn't think about until watching the episode, right off the top is Amber... Amber's scene about giving her fire token to Rob but then that made it so that like when Rob got to the challenge like his reaction was so dulled because he obviously knew that Amber was already gone right although I I thought that was like an interesting moment and it's like it made perfect sense like oh of course that's like what would happen because like that would be his natural assumption would be oh his wife got voted out which is like an interesting thing we've never seen before where like, a contestant knows a different contestant is voted out, um, like, without being told by production or anything, which is yeah. interesting. It was, but, I mean, it was new, but I think, I mean, <laughs> it would have just been, like, a better moment for him to have to react to it in front of everyone. Right, for the first time <laughs> in Survivor history, a contestant is knows the outcome before anyone else and gives yeah. a very dull reaction. Yeah, and he, what did he say? He's like, it's a game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you've stewed in this for, like, six hours at this point. Right. He should have blown up, like, in that moment. Like, <laughs> that would have been more entertaining. 
course. Um, and but yeah, I, uh, I like. I don't know. Fire tokens are still fine. There were a lot of confessionals this episode that are like, "Hey, fire tokens! I guess they're gonna be a big deal." Like blah blah blah. They just keep talking about them, and so far they haven't really done anything. Right. But I guess they're setting it up to be like. I don't know. Something crazy is going to happen with the survivor economy, which I found. Natalie Anderson said the episode title this week. Oh, what was the title? It's it's like a survivor economy. Oh, that's not a very uh, thrilling <laughs> episode <laughs> title, but no. okay. Whatever yeah. it takes for Natalie Anderson to name an episode. I I liked it a lot more when it was survivor socialism and everybody got an equal piece of the rice and no one had to pay for anything. Exactly. Back when it was bartering over an actual economy. Yeah. What is this agenda Jeff is pushing? I think we know who he's uh, endorsing. Um, <laughs> on these half idols, I I think it's funny that Ben was like, I need to work on my social game. So I'm going to do that by finding idols with other people. <laughs> I mean, that's a good idea, I guess. Use the tools you're given. Yeah. <laughs> but then I didn't like that he, like, at Tribal even said out loud to everyone else, like, I can help you guys find idols. Like, so then, of course, Rob is immediately going to be like, well, he already has done this clearly. <laughs> so the one good thing Ben thought of this episode, he instantly ruined, like, ten minutes later. <laughs> Um, and I, and I, I don't understand what's going on with Denise. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, like, clearly she's close to Adam, but then, like, out of nowhere, she talks to him about wanting to give the other half to Parvati, and Adam is like, okay, but do you think that you're Parvati's number one closest ally? Like, that she won't tell anyone else this information, and Denise is like, no. (laughs) So Adam's like... I don't know, like, I'm of two minds, like, I agree Adam is right to, like, be wary with Parvati, especially given Parvati's specific history of, like, idols, like, JT from Heroes vs. Villains, but it's, like, I liked where Denise's head was at, where she was like, yeah, I want to use this to bring in someone else that may not be super close to me right now, because I agree, it's, like, kind of wasting it to just tell your number one ally because you were going to tell them anyway probably so I liked that idea and then I didn't like that Adam kind of talked her off that ledge and talked her I guess she gave it to him although I don't think we saw her actually give it to him yeah but I'm I am I think that no yeah Adam said that he convinced her to give it to him right Uh, so he has it and I under and I something I didn't really think about till rewatching the episode was that uh, I because I was like, oh well, why aren't they working with like why aren't they working against the old schoolers with the other new schoolers? But it's because Michelle, Jeremy, and Ben all voted against like the Michelle like they 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 voted against each other and they like were I just wasn't thinking I don't know I'm right well I not... think that's just a sign yeah of the, how the blue tribe is very like not nearly as compellingly like being portrayed as the red tribe. Cause like we're led to believe that it's like old school versus new school, but it's like clearly more complicated, but I don't know. Yeah. Because like Michelle, Jeremy and Michelle and Jeremy are like on the bottom. Are, are they like, it looks like they're on the bottom, but then I yeah. don't think that they like actually are because they're uh, just against like the other new schoolers in Ben and Denise and Adam. Yeah, I think they were just left out of the first vote, but it wasn't like we don't want to work with them moving forward. Yeah. Which is yay. Yay for Michelle and Jeremy. Um I'm, I just want them to be okay. <laughs> me too. I love I just <laughs> um I just loved seeing even if we didn't get a real confessional for Michelle, it was just still nice seeing those two just talk to each other on that beach. And they did kind of get their way in the end, so Obviously, they're not in a super bad spot. Yeah, and I like, and there was a scene where Michelle, Jeremy, and Adam all spoke to each other. Like, really, they were all, they had a strategic discussion. Adam was in, like, every single scene on that beach. Like, I think he's, I think he's in really tight with, like, a lot of the people on Saleh, the blue tribe. And um, I, I think Adam's positioned well because it seemed like everyone was being really honest in their discussions with him about how they were feeling about the tribe. Uh, other than, and like Adam really only seemed to not trust Parv and Ben, but even with Ben, he 
he's like working with him through Denise. So I think that uh, he's basically just against Parvati and Boston Rob. <laughs> but even then, Adam's... Boston Rob was giving him information. So I I liked Adam's spot. Yeah. Now we need Parv to give some like version of I'm against you to like Adam or something. <laughs> In Adam's voice, which would probably just be yelling. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was thinking like the Jeremy Adam Michelle trio. Like I like I love them all a lot and would love to be. I just can't fully commit to rooting for them because they're against legends, Ethan, Ethan and Parvati. Wherein I'm just like, okay, but they can't. You can't go against them. <laughs> right. They need to stay around. Um. So like it's it, it even though it's I'm less intrigued by that tribe it is still really fun right yeah that's the upside of the all winter season it's like you're just inherently fascinated by all these people or most of them at least (laughs) Uh, but yeah so i guess uh is there anything else on blue tribe that really stood out to us pre-challenge uh no not that i am thinking of uh but because they like the other tribe just dominated the excitement the entire time because like even with their finding the idol like that scene was so much more so much more suited for me in it um i mean like denise saying ben knows and adam having a bleeped out fuck was so funny (laughs) but um like Kim found the idol and then like she reads it or whatever but then like Tony and Nick walk up on her which <laughs> that and, was great and but like in like Kim came out from behind the tree already holding like 30 sticks so like she <laughs> clearly had that ready to go which I was like that's like that's so smart to just like have a bunch of sticks with you already to like just be ready to look like you're collecting firewood um she's the survivor god and she has find, found did she find multiple idols in one world or just the one? I don't know. No, I think that she just found one and Sabrina found the one that they gave to whatever. <laughs> Insert name in post. <laughs> yeah. Uh, terrible man. Colton. <laughs> there. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, before I think was was our first red tribe scene Yule getting the breadfruit with Kim. Yeah. Which which was cute, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) uh, what's the Survivor MacGyver is like a phrase that's been thrown around a lot in recent seasons, and it was uh, very that. Joe Anglum could never. (laughs) Yes, Yule's rippling muscles getting that weird, whatever it was, breadfruit or whatever. Yeah, and I liked how Yule used one piece of bamboo with like a tiny device at the top of it to pull down a breadfruit. Tony assembled, like, eight bamboo <laughs> shoots to create a terrible, dangerous ladder that, yeah, like, that barely me, worked. That, to me, was, like, that felt so much, like, is that okay? Like, I'm so surprised no one from production stepped in when they were doing the ladder thing. Because um, even, like, obviously, of course, they're not going to, like, interfere with the game directly. But that, to me, seemed, like, beyond the pale of, like, okay, someone's actually going to, like, snap their neck and die in front of us. Yeah, and even, like, there were multiple, like, meta jokes about it, because Yule was like, Tony, don't be the first medevac, and Tyson gave a confessional about, like, they signed waivers, but who knows if, like, self-constructed ladders are included in that waiver. Right, I was waiting for that, like, that moment from Parks and Rec when it's, like, Leslie's on, like the um like telethon or whatever like i'm gonna drink 10 gallons of milk or something and Anne just steps in instantly like no you are not <laughs> i was waiting for that moment <laughs> if you do this you will die <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean it worked out fine i guess for everyone and including us because it was an amazing scene yeah this was to- this is the direct quote from tony <laughs> he says let me just build a ladder we'll climb up and simply pick the papayas off the tree <laughs> Simply walk down the ladder, simply go to camp, chop it up, and simply eat it. Simple as that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a stinger. He's very simple. Yes, I loved that. There's like a lot... There's a lot of repetition in this episode, like, and then later it's, like, Sarah says uh, cops are us, like, 15 million times in a row, which is not as compelling as that, but... I guess it's just a cop thing, where you repeat yourself (laughs) over and over and over. Yeah. (laughs) The one cop... The one thing cops do. Yeah, that's That's all they're known. 
<laughs> one thing we know about them. Um, I just to go to talk about this idol that Kim finds. Uh, she goes to Sophie, which is what my dreams are made of, and I was thrilled about it until Sophie's confessional. Yeah. Happened. Um, where our Sophie, joy turned to ash in our mouths, as yeah. says. Even though I was still living, like Sophie giving this <laughs> confessional like destroyed my dreams but created a new dream um because so it's so clear to me that like because kim says that she's always wanted to work with sophie and sophie it seems clear to me in her confessional that like she really likes kim too but on a game level exclusively like there's just no way for them to work together right now and but and like sophie's recognizing that but it seems like kim isn't which is fine but sophie was like sophie called herself the devil in this confessional (laughs) and like so good said that she should have shown it to Tyson, which, like, I bet she, she did. But, um, do, but like, then I, like, does Sophie have the other half of the idol? Like, I don't think we saw yeah, that either. Yeah, both of those scenes, we never saw the idol actually, like, change hands, so I don't understand. But they both, like, both Sophie and Adam talked as if they had received it, so yeah, I guess that's the situation. I guess we'll find out in the Chiron, like, next week, now that they have the little idol counters down there. Has one half idol. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah, I I liked it, and I and as a major proponent of Sophie and Kim having a relationship, <laughs> I was happy to be validated by the canon of the TV show. Agreed. We just need them, those two, and Denise to make swap or merge together, and then we'll have our trilogy united as we've always wanted. Even if they all end up working against each other, uh, I'll still right. be I'll still be alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vibrating. Yes. Um. Uh. So I'm trying to think if there were any other like strategic like developments at Red Tribe beyond that. Not at this moment, I don't think. I think it's just a lot of them goofing around watching Tony, and then cops are us talking. So right. it's like Kim trying whatever she can to get a, a relationship, and then. Tony and Sarah affirming theirs. I think that's all that happened on that tribe right now. Right. Um, so then I guess we should move on to the challenge? Well, before that, uh, unfortunately, oh, was <laughs> Amber and Natalie go, like do not even follow oh. the clue. And Natalie <laughs> eventually opens up the water well, which like was going to happen. It's like, that's like the worst hiding spot ever. They're going to open up the yeah. water well every single day. Exactly. Um, that was my thought. It was just like a horribly constructed, like, First of all, I think everyone who's ever watched Survivor knows if the, like, clue is some, like, completely generic or flowery bullshit that doesn't actually mean anything, it's probably an acrostic, (laughs) I think is what those kind of poems are called. It is, but I don't, I would, like, not have noticed that either. Like, (laughs) I would would never have seen it. Really? Um, I instantly was like, oh, Waterwell. Like, and I just kept saying Waterwell over and over, hoping one of them would just see it. And then even the camera, like, slowly panned down letter by letter. And then the letters lit up <laughs> in bright lights. It's, when the uh, when it started panning down, that's when I noticed it. And then the <laughs> lights uh, affirmed me. But I did not, I, did, I would not have known. No, yeah, that's my big survivor hint to everyone listening, like... If it's if the clue is not contained in the actual words and some just generic bullshit, it's probably like a first grade level riddle. Like just look <laughs> at the first letters. It should have said daddy instead of waterwell. <laughs> but even like even though like like you said, it's like they were gonna find that anyway. Like that's just not very exciting to watch. They just they just wanted it in the game. And they got it. Natalie yeah. got it and she gave it to Jeremy. Um and Jeremy bought the safety without power power uh for one fire token which i don't it, it seems like it should not cost the same thing as an idol <laughs> no because this like this is one of those things that these advantages that like is a more of a detriment than it is a save for a person like unless you're literally the only like if you go to a swap and it's like jeremy's the only person from his original tribe on that tribe then sure use that but it's like if you use that now, you're just singling yourself out even more. Like, yeah, it's just like one of those things. Like Adam, even in uh, Millennials versus Gen X, when he gave his uh, advantage to Jay because it was so stupid. <laughs> like, it's also just like even if you're if you're in the minority, like you can't even do the smallest thing, which is vote with your alliance if you use this power. So it is really only useful if you 
if you like absolutely are the one going home and everyone else is against you like danny could have used this tonight that would have been That's great true. for her. <laughs> very true that would have been perfect for danny god yeah danny oh my god i guess we can get to that when we get later in the episode but man what a crash and burn kind of love to see it <laughs> i know like i i and i don't think we really ever received because parvati was so confused by it but it, <laughs> it's just like, I, it doesn't make any sense no, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Edge continues to be boring. Um, <laughs> man, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe it'll take like people like Tony ending up there or something. Maybe that'll be what Edge needs to become exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, Natalie is a dynamic personality, but they're. Uh, I mean, if they're <laughs> gonna be given a scavenger hunt every single week, then I don't really know that we're gonna get very many good scenes out of it. No oh, matter yeah. who's on the Edge of Extinction. Yeah, they need to, like, make it so it's, like, certain levels of the island unlock or something. <laughs> it's like, we can't keep seeing this, like, staircase over and over again. Like, you can't enter this tomb until you can have six people standing on this square and right. four people standing on this one. <laughs> and then you can go in as a group and decide what to do with the remaining horde of idols. Exactly. There needs to be like different locales like, ooh, we're in the we're in the winter area now. Like Okay, yeah. I wish that there were like the gold room, the <laughs> silver room the of solution. the islands, or like at least the merge tribe, where like I wish that I had a, some basis of knowledge of like where these scenes were happening. Because um like there are I mean there are specific areas that you can see are the same place. Like um Matt Ligori posted a Natalie Cole screenshot next to Parvati and Boston Rob standing at like the exact same place. Wow. Uh and Lucky so yeah. Them standing in the same place as a legend, Natalie yeah. Cole. <laughs> she's she sort of invented standing in that spot um and so like it's cool that it's all, it, it is in a way cool that it's all in the same place and it happens over and over on the same islands but i have no idea where things happened because there's no like actual noticeable markers yeah that'd be interesting if like going forward they did like set up landmarks like oh this is the beach or like this is the tree or whatever else. yeah I mean, all there is is the water well and the tribe flag, and that's basically what is recognizable to me. And I, but even then, I don't know which beach is which, like for right. like season to season. Right. Maybe they should bring back the Pearl Islands transition where they show maps of it as they transition from tribe to tribe. That would be fun. Or like if they had, I mean, I guess they would have to have the colors the same, which would not be good. Right. Just season to season. So that I could be like, oh, that's the blue beach. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'm sure we're heading there. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually until they move somewhere else, which will be never. <laughs> yeah, so it's not ever going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but yeah, so uh, I guess do we want to move on to the challenge? Yeah. Um, Like I said at the beginning, I wish that they would have not... I mean, the fire token just took the moment away where Rob would have been, like, had had to contain his emotions about losing Amber. Right. Amber. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> yes. To a real one. Um, and even then, like, he would have been like, well, I know she's on the edge of extinction, so <laughs> I guess I'll just wait till the merge and we'll see if she can get back in the game or whatever. Right. They just are so, like... Everything in this season is set up to just rob any sort of uh, emotional weight to anything. Yeah. Wee! <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, was this our first non-water challenge, I think, of the season? Yes. How exciting. I, yeah, and I, I actually, I, I, this is a good challenge. They've, I know that they've done it definitely in Kagayan and Second Chance, but I don't remember what other seasons they might have done it in. But I do, I have liked it both times they did it before, and I I think it's, uh, as far as challenges go, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I always like getting a nice visual of some dragon at the end of a challenge. It's always fun. Um, which, yeah, I feel like that's always, like, the um, great equalizer, I think, is the word they use for the puzzles. And this time it was like, oh, man. Like, I legit, legitimately thought Rob... I was like, is he just throwing the challenge? But then I was like, but why would he do that? Like, it was just so bad. I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, I also had the same thought about the Great Equalizer because, like, Sophie and Sandra just, like, ethered the other team. <laughs> it was yeah. so, it was so 
even the entire time. And then they got to the puzzles and Rob and Denise just like did not move. They just stood there. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those moments where it's like, oh, you think, oh, man, like there's no way they're going to come back. But because they organized, they're going to do it. And then instantly they start like putting pieces like in places that it's not going to stay. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, I I, because the first section is just that one you open the treasure chest and you have just the first section. So, like, I don't understand how they couldn't get one piece in. Yeah, it was so weird. It was so funny also listening. I think it was Tony. It was like, yeah, let's demoralize them. Let's start cheering about the chest. It's like, that's not really necessary because you are just stomping them regardless. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, strange choices for chanting in this. Well, I did love... <laughs> I loved in the last season, in the last episode where Sandra like yells at Tony to stop looking at the other tribe, even though Sandra's like not competing. She's like, Tony, eyes forward. And then in yes. this one, Sophie going, go, 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 go. Uh, God. Loved it. Yeah, I just, Tony is literally a child, like Sophie says. Like, it's kind of adorable, honestly. <laughs> like, oh man. Um, but yeah, so Blue Tribe gets just absolutely stomped, which was not what I was hoping for. I want one of these seasons to not end up being a Bion Strong situation. But there's the, I mean, they, they're as even as they could be. It's one I win mean, to two wins. <laughs> I feel like, the, I, I don't know. I feel like this is just going to keep being the same narrative with these two tribe seasons. It's like one tribe is just going to do way better than the other one in the pre-merge. And then just the winner will be on that tribe. I don't know. This is just I, me advocating for more three tribe seasons again. I liked when we were doing that more. Got it. I don't agree. <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, because, like, the Goliaths were so much better than the Davids, but Nick still won. It's just, like, that oh, happened so true. recently. Yeah, I do like that. So, if anything, that proves my point. <laughs> also, Chris Underwood was from a very losing tribe. That's um, true, too. Not that again, that's, like, a no, good I example. <laughs> Sam. You are just proving my point <laughs> in some way. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think that we're both right, even though I <laughs> just gave two examples that no, completely. No, we definitely are both so wrong. Like... <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I saying about? Yeah, I mean, I would have preferred to see the other tribe go to tribal again for sure, because I would like. I mean, this this scrambling scene was good, but I'm just more interested in the what's going on in the other tribe. But I do like that Kim has a few more days to, like, try to make new relationships. Right. That's true. Um, yeah, I was, like, so, I guess, going into post-challenge, like, I was so convinced, even up until the votes were read, that it was Ben going home. Like, this felt like a Ben boot, almost, to me. Um, just because it's, like, I feel like in recent seasons, they do this thing where it's, like, they'll subtly mention the boot, at one point, but they're never, like, the biggest target, and then suddenly at Tribal, they become the biggest target, and that felt like what was happening to Ben, but... I also thought it was going to be a Ben boot from the opening of the episode when, like, Adam found out that Denise knew... When Denise told Adam that Ben knew about the idol. Right, it felt like all this set up for Ben to go home, and then suddenly, never mind, it's another woman. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, we haven't really talked about that yet, but how have three <laughs> women gone home in a row? Oh, I don't I don't like this. Unless it's going to be a San Juan del Sur situation I, where it's an all-male jury, but that doesn't that won't happen because everyone's going to be on the jury this season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was, I don't know, like it was an okay sort of post-tribal or post-challenge sort of strategizing situation mostly the biggest like the headline was just danny like imploding in front of our eyes i loved it i thought it was really <laughs> really great um it starts off with rob saying let the craziness begin because he knows that he like completely beefed in the challenge it was terrible <laughs> yeah and ethan and adam are laughing in rob's face about Rob's yeah, that was inability to do a challenge which was hilarious yeah blew it <laughs> that yeah. was pretty funny um I thought it was good for because like it just like every, everyone was it was I I I disagree that it was like fine it was, I thought it was really awesome maybe I misremembered I don't know maybe it, um but yeah what was it like what were all the things you really loved about it um Danny talking to Ben and Ethan about the old school versus new school oh my god 
Yeah, that's very true. That was very um, funny. Because <laughs> for sure, 100% did not know Ben was not old school. Like, But I don't understand how. It's like day <laughs> six. I don't understand. Like, that's, I don't think that it... I think that she was trying to, like, blow up, blow it up. Like, because, like... Uh, yeah, I could see that. Like, but then... I don't understand. It's like, it. she's not, like, dumb. She's just paranoid. So, like, she has to have known that Ben was not in their four-person alliance, right? I guess, but then it's like, how does blowing it up, like, benefit her? Because, like, that's clearly the easy, obvious, like, safest answer for her. Because she wants Parvati to go. Oh, that's true. For whatever reason, she wants Parvati. Yeah, that also does not make sense to me either. It's like, why? (laughs) Maybe she wanted... She's like, maybe she thinks it's still a final two at the end. And she's like, well, Parvati, it can't be Parvati and Boston Rob. It has to be me and Boston Rob. Thinking like 30 days ahead of time. <laughs> Not more than 30 days ahead of time. Um, but, but like Ethan is just like, on, like he cannot stand his alliance today. He's like, Boston Rob sucks. <laughs> Danny is revealing our alliance in front of someone we're actively working against. And so like, I think this means that Ethan and Parvati have the strongest relationship on that tribe. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I love that Boston Rob through this whole thing is playing this ring game. <laughs> oh yeah. The... What the hell? That was so weird. Um, I'm you actually, like... I, I'm really good at that game. Uh, an oh, ice really? cream store that I go to. I, I've I, never in my life seen that game. Ah, uh, uh, if you are in Conneaut, Ohio, Whippy Dip has Whippy that. Dip. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's great ice cream. Uh, you can combine yeah. flavors, and it's not a swirl. They put both flavors into one yeah. ice cream. It's cool. Whippy Dip. <laughs> are they sponsoring anyway. <laughs> Oh, I would I would love a Whippy Dip sponsorship. <laughs> uh, I used to be peanut butter brownie batter, which is a pretty uh, like standard combination because it tastes like a Reese's peanut butter cup. But now I'm more of a cake mix and another flavor. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lot of sugar. So I'm into it. Well, it's definitely ice cream. (laughs) For sure. 100% it is ice cream. Uh, But on the side of that building, they've got the ring game. (laughs) Sounds kind of sketchy, but (laughs) I'll I'll trust your word. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Boston Rob is playing this whippy dip game, I guess is what we'll call it. And then he lands it and then gives a knowing look to... Ethan or whoever he's talking to, and was the, did he say Danny's name in that moment? Or yeah, he says like, I guess we'll go for Danny then, and then the <laughs> ring comes on. It's like okay, we we get it on the nose. Yeah, very on the nose. That should have been my first sign that it wasn't bad going. Was the big neon flashing light from the editors at the beginning of the scrambling? I was worried about poverty. I was like, okay, me too, because like we've seen, um women on the edge of a nervous breakdown not extinction um it control the tribe like she like danny looked out of her mind in this in this <laughs> segment and so like yeah. i was like i was getting abby maria i was getting debbie banner like worrying but like ever because like i obviously it makes sense to take out parvati and i was really worried that people were gonna like go with that because she was being so brazen about it but i'm mm-hmm. Glad that she was unable to uh, get anyone on her side in this. <laughs> Literally anyone on her side. Yeah. Yeah, and then the that trio, like we said, they were on board. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I was kind of uh, worried for Parv because it's never good when you see a person walking in the waves as people are saying their name. It's just never a good sign. <laughs> Is that <laughs> for what whatever. he was doing? Yeah, she was like dramatically like walking in on the beach while people were talking about her. That's never good. <laughs> yeah, because we actually don't even see Parvati until halfway through this, like, scramble, where, like, Danny's running around, she talks to Ben and Ethan about it, and then she talks to Rob, and she's like, Rob, I know I'm on the bottom. And Rob's like, I don't feel that way. <laughs> he's, like, trying to, he's just like, can you not do this? Um, after, like, she, after, because Rob says this, she, he's like, Day one, she was saying my name, and I was ready to forgive that. And then she started going after Parvati, who's, like, actually my number one ally. So now, like, he's completely done with Danny. But it's, like, 
she like because like and so she's trying to get people to vote for poverty and then like five minutes into danny talking about poverty poverty's like She's talking to Rob. She's like, what is going on? Like, where did this come from? I like that. She was like, I thought we were close. And then Danny just like turned on me. I go for one dramatic walk on the beach and suddenly. <laughs> and da- like it, it opens with Rob, Ethan and Barbity like laughing together on the beach talking. And Danny's like almost in, in tears being like, I, no one's talking to me. I just want like, to talk to them. It's like, go over and talk to them. They are fine with you being there. You're in their alliance. I don't know. Danny is very relatable in this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to say that I wouldn't be exactly like that, but I, it's, it, I'm glad that it didn't blow up for anybody except for her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> A self-sabotaging icon. <laughs> very that. <laughs> um, so yeah, is there any? I feel like, what's the other contingency plan if it's not Danny other than Ben? I can't remember if someone else's name was being thrown about. Well, it's Parvati. Yeah, Parv. Yeah, is that, so yeah, it was between Parvati, Danny, and Ben. So obviously, maybe that's why I thought ben, it was Ben, because I just really did not want the other two to go. Yeah, but the, even then, I don't think that people were... Like, Ben wasn't really talked about as the boot, if I remember. I feel like maybe it was just from, like, the beginning, because it was, like, Denise and Adam clearly were, did not want him around. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe were the old schoolers maybe targeting him, targeting him at first before Danny erupted in flames in front of their eyes. Yeah, maybe that's it. Cause like they, cause at, even at tribal it blows up that it's old school, new school. But the, but then like everyone votes together. Like nothing, yeah. nothing that happened on this tribe lined up with what we were yeah. shown. Like what yeah. was talking, what they were talking about. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that usually happens when it's just, like, a very straightforward, unanimous boot. It's like, shit, we gotta come up with something real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a fun tribal, too, I feel like, because uh, Boston Rob shaking everyone down was fun. <laughs> yeah, I I liked tribal, too. Um, uh, hey, it opened with Adam saying it looked like a hole, uh, which I... <laughs> that- so insane i thought it was just gonna be like a small moment but no it was literally like it had to have been like a full five minutes sitting there just like waiting like just the scrape of adam's torch on the ground it took so long and then he wasn't anywhere close to where the like the 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 actual hole was ben like Like, ben took the torch from him and walked like eight torches (laughs) into the line to put it in where it's supposed to go oh my god that was so good. <laughs> um, and then we had, yeah, Ben freaking out for a few minutes, which is fun. I was, I keep waiting for someone to top um, Jenny from Ko Rong standing on the stumps, but it still never happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that moment is legendary. Mike, the queen of being my uh, winner pick for the season. <laughs> <laughs> when you saw the worm crawl in your ear, were you like, oh, God. <laughs> well, <I've>, is- <laughs> Well, this was in my nascency, uh, because I don't think I would have ever selected her. I think I actually moved to Liz before the season actually premiered, but it was between the two of them. These um, two pre-merge women. Yeah, and I I picked Jenny at first because she said that she wanted to play like Kim Spradlin, and then <laughs> I realized it was probably just because she's friends with Jonas, and that's probably the only season she had seen before. Oh, yeah. Was, and then I, because I remember her be like in her bio, she's like, I want to make big moves like Kim Spradlin. And that, so I then that really turned it on. I was like, oh, like she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, then, no. <laughs> so that's when I switched to Liz. Oh, great choice. <laughs> we you love made the Liz. right move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I made a worse decision. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so then it's, um, is there anything, uh, any other exciting tidbits from this tribal other than Adam finding the wrong hole or? Well, I, I, I do love their bags. They uh, are humongous. <laughs> I, we've never seen so many of them at once. And so clearly I like, yeah. they don't show the bag very frequently. And I don't think people really walk around with them in front of the camera that often, which like makes sense because what could they possibly need that huge bag for? Like, what are they carrying that they need it? I don't know. I think, I'm sure it's just, like, there's going to be 10 trillion 
trinkets coming from Edge, so they're just like, we gotta give them the most gigantic bags we can give them. But I like the little thing that goes through the hole to keep it closed. Uh, I like the color of the bag. Was this Great the blue class. tribe? So yes. Was the, okay, so the red tribe probably has red bags, right? Presumably. These were all, these were all uh, coral blue number two bags. <laughs> they were. A exactly little dirty. Yeah. It was fun watching Denise like trying to like covertly keep her idol out of prying eyes. Which I don't, I feel like in that moment, Basara prob- definitely wasn't like actually looking for an idol. He just wanted to like freak people out. Cause that's like his thing. I mean, I think he would have loved it if he, if that worked. Oh, if right. he found it, the idol. I think the main purpose was just to get people on edge. Not of extinction, but yeah. of sanity. We've got to find a different way to say that because now we've both said it in this episode. Uh, I don't know. Is there another <laughs> synonym for edge? The, the, the press. The precipice. <laughs> Driving people to the precipice, yes. I'm sure they'll use the precipice in some sort of survivor season going forward. I think we're on the precipice of a new dawn. Uh, <laughs> Don Meehan? Ooh, I would love Don Meehan 3.0 for next season. <laughs> yes, please. They would. Fi- I feel like if I was involved in production, they would fire me on day one because <laughs> I like could not keep it to myself to be like trying to force my hand into what I want to see happen on the show. Where I'm like, <laughs> okay, what if we brought back Don Meehan and um like Julia Sokolowski? <laughs> they're like, you need to go. They're like, the fact that you even know those names is. Uh, just a bad sign. Yeah, how did we? How did you get through the interview? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then after all of this hullabaloo, it just ends up being a very straightforward Danny boot, a boot right, Danny boot right. Um, and like we, I mean, she is capitalizing on this moment. She released her first single. Oh, um, <laughs> it's just, so if you if you where was it on her i, think I saw it on, it on twitter i think it was on reddit too yeah danny moments after the episode aired dropped a music video of her singing uh edge of well lip syncing to edge of glory by lady gaga um, yeah like right she had it ready to go um <laughs> which is interesting of her uh i i preferred the live vocals of victoria bamundi singing <laughs> edge of extinction her parody song version yeah i think we all yeah prefer victoria in many ways uh imagine that universe where victoria won like she was supposed to and is on this season mm. glorious now i'm just sad <laughs> <laughs> so sorry I also tweeted, I think, about Chrissy, too, like, last week, just thinking about what could have been, but, you know, in another life. But then it's like, I mean, if those two were were on the season, two other women would not be on the season. Uh, Goodbye, Sarah. But yeah, maybe goodbye, Amber, I guess, since we both kind of ended up being kind of low on her this time around. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know that going in. No, and it's exciting. It was... I mean, she's, hey, if her confessionals are to be believed, she's still in this game. Oh, hell yeah. A technic- by a technicality, they're all still in this game. Don't worry. <laughs> God. And she has a cute top. It's like tie-dye. <laughs> Man. Um, so, yeah. And then I feel like Danny gives like a wordless goodbye. She doesn't even do anything. She's just like, yep, it's over. <laughs> and just walks up and gets her torch snuffed. Not much you can say about eight to one yeah oof <laughs> tough tough stuff do you um, think she actually do you think she was surprised i bet she, do you think she didn't know i mean there's got i i don't know it's hard to get a read on what danny was thinking this whole time i feel like you have to know if it's like that bad i guess so but like i don't it's I like don't who, was she, who would she, who would have told her that that's what was going to happen would she have even had the awareness to know, like, it was her if people weren't talking? Because she was paranoid when they were, were talking by themselves and it wasn't about her. So maybe she just assumed it was her no matter what, even if it wasn't. That's true. Also, like, cause, because everyone was planning to vote against her, like, I don't think anybody would have told her that, like, it, just in case she had an idol. So she probably, everybody probably, yeah, lied to her about it. 
Oops. <laughs> Classic survivor move. <laughs> Lying, yeah. <laughs> rumors, spreading rumors, lies, and truths, as Sandra says. Yeah, it's, but, like, she just, like, so blatantly did this to herself, like. Yeah. <laughs> that was just, uh, yeah, a hard to watch, as they say. Old schoolers had it in the bag, and then she just They're bright, decided. Their gigantic bright blue bla- bags, they had it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so, I guess she didn't want to win. Yeah. Happens to the best of us, <laughs> I guess. And this is the best of us, as they say. The greatest of the greats. Yeah, Danny Boatwright, one of the best. <laughs> um, so, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I don't even remember what the next time on Survivor was even about. You know, I just watched it 45 minutes ago and did not <laughs> tell you. And I didn't yeah. have anything to write down about it. Um, I, oh, it's about... Sandra and Tyson are going to have a feud. It's like, why? Uh, <laughs> I, all these people I thought that Sandra was friends with, it's like she is going after them at the very beginning of the game. I don't know. It could work out. It's an interesting play. <laughs> oh, and then Tony uh, had like caught the shark with his hands. Oh, yeah. That looked fun. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yule. <laughs> Good old Tony. Yeah, Tony is really um, providing this season, I feel like, so far. Yeah, I mean, he was the only reason we got a non-advantage scene yeah. uh, in the in the pre-tribal, so, like, mm. or pre-immunity. Right. Uh, I, I'm glad, to, I mean, obviously, whatever, there's, I don't, whatever. I le- I'm glad Tony's <laughs> on the season. I'm glad Tony's on the season. That's all I'm going to well, say. Yeah, we'll say it. <laughs> We're brave enough. Um. Yeah, so I don't. Where do we think things are heading for these tribes? Do we think we're coming up on a swap soon? I, I mean, I don't think it'll happen next episode because that is it's a weird number the, to do so. Right. But I think that after four would be great. Yeah, I feel like we kind of need to sw- uh, like switch it up a little soon. I don't know. I, I'm still not a huge fan of the breaking into three tribes because that to me just like increases the need to just stick to whoever your original was but yeah that it's also just hard to follow and i've said this since they did it in second chance like they just like don't they they, it creates too many bonds and too many different levels of bonds that it's just like unfollowable week to week who's actually with who usually so i don't like that very much um so i hope that if they just switch from two to two or i would actually i would kind of be fine with them not doing a swap but i'd like that's never gonna happen again um so yeah uh i think that i i hope that the the red tribe goes to tribal next and then the week after it's a swap yeah i would like that too um yeah, I think my problem, like you said, with the three tribes, like swapping into three tribes, because I love when they start as three tribes. And Me too. Ideally, swap into two. That was fun. Um, but yeah, when they swap into three, it's like these very surface level relationships that never, I mean, a few times we've seen them like pan out, I feel like. But it's usually like people just want to stick with who they were on a tribe with previously because it's like the, they know this swap tribe's not going to last long and they just need to get through like two votes to get to merge or whatever. Yeah. I also just think that it's a classic four episodes, then a swap. Right. Man, it's exciting. I'm always glad to see more green on the screen though. So bring on the green buffs, I guess, even though I don't like <laughs> the vehicle that they're being provided to us in. But would they do green if it's blue and red? It's always green now. He's it's always the Green Ranger rule. I feel like. But was that's it, yeah, always it, been with its purple and yellow. Or pur- um, yeah, purple Game and Changers. Orange. Game Changers was um, red and blue, but they kept calling red orange for whatever reason, and they s- swapped into a green tribe or whatever. I'll trust you on this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's this one. Um. But that's pretty much the episode, if we want to start talking about Edgic. Sure, yeah. I feel like... Well, oh. well, if... I mean, people might stop listening here. So, I... Uh, 
Yeah, this is the edgic warning. I am Sam Stanish everywhere. <laughs> I just want oh, to yeah. plug that. Give like, plugs. That, yeah, I mean, we're kind of, I'm kind of just copying what everything Dom and Colin do. And so they, <laughs> at, right before their edgic zone, they do plugs uh, for a first time and just in case people leave. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm Derek writing at Rain Derek's and, um, Goodbye, I guess. I'm just, yeah. like, so devastated right now. I can't believe you're leaving me. Um, please listen next week. We love you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of... <laughs> I'm feeling kind of uh, sour toward these people who just don't want to listen to us anymore that I have to give my plug twice and talk about how bad my Instagram is twice. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. But you... <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, hopefully talking about it over and over will make you remind yourself to put out better instagrams it absolutely will not (laughs) sort of like a mantra like just keep repeating this meditation to yourself and your life will change Mm, i don't know uh okay so now that we've done our initial plug let's uh move into edgic zone wonderful edge of edgic is that what we should call it the precipice of edgic (laughs) we could work on it (laughs) uh (laughs) What, I mean, so that people have time to turn this off, Edgic is, once again, the use of the edit and logic to predict who is going to win this season. Yes. We should come up with our own version that's, like, editing plus logic plus standing. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a little bit of lack of logic when it comes to that. Yeah, we are not pure computers, unfortunately. And so, obviously, our love for Sophie and Michelle clouds our <laughs> judgment. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, like, to me, I don't know, like, I feel like my previous statement of, like, kind of putting all my chips on Sophie more than Yule, I feel like kind of felt reaffirmed in this episode. I feel like Sophie had a really great episode this time, in addition to last one. Uh, in addition to what? It just in, in addition to how good her episode was last time, too. I think Sophie is being shown really positively and that she's clearly has great reads on the tribe and is being shown giving confessionals whenever there's a scene in the tribe, but there's still nothing like personal or like, I don't, I don't know. Right. There's not like, it's just not, it's not everything yet. Right. That's how, um, I feel like if she doesn't get personal stuff, like, in a, like the next few episodes, then I'm, then I'll be worried. But like to me, I'm thinking back to like Sarah didn't really have any like personal content at this point. Like I feel like there's like a pretty good precedent for like a winner maybe not having this much personal content at this point. But so I'm not like super worried about it. But I agree. Like if she doesn't get any by merge for sure, it's like oh maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas Tyson is almost the opposite. Like, he did get some strategy in that first episode, but then it's, like, I feel like he's just been, like, personal stuff. Especially, like, this episode, he just got, like, one confessional about Tony or whatever. Yeah, but I did like that he was... They, like... Because they had Sophie already basically saying the same stuff, but they just showed Tyson also, like, making fun of him. Right. So, like, there wasn't... I don't know. There wasn't, like, a reason to also include Tyson's, like voice in that scene true yeah so i think we both agree though the top three has kind of stayed the same of like sophie tyson and yule although i think yule i think yule definitely took a hit in this episode yeah he like didn't he wasn't very i don't even he just did the red fruit thing and that was about it he talked about calorie intake versus calorie out (laughs) yeah he's Uh, starting to feel kind of like a um christian like that kind of deal where he's like people love him but maybe he maybe doesn't even like make finale or maybe he does, but he's just not the winner. That's kind of what it's starting to feel like. Yeah. I don't think that he's our, our boy, uh, oh. but I, I'm, I'm thrilled that he's around and he makes me very happy. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, here's my person. What were Sorry you going to say? I was just going to talk about Tony. Like it was, it's been good stuff so far and like no mm. one, I mean, people are saying, neutrally negative things about him in this latter scene but they're all like laughing and loving him and then we also got strategic content from him with sarah um plus he like the last episode he talked about how he wanted to play differently and like i mean obviously i'm pretty sure we can say like no he did play a very social game in kageyan but that's not what the show presented to us 
So I think this was the show saying, see, he is following through on what he said he was going to do. He's yeah. playing a more like social fun game. And there are a lot of things in this episode, like we said, where like people in confessional would say something and then we were shown something else. But Tony's confessional was like, I'm going to stay in camp and I'm going to build this ladder and I'm going to like all that simple stuff. He was like, I'm simply going to do this. this. And <laughs> right. then, he, then we were shown every single part of that where like he succeeded in getting the red fruit and he came back down and they went back to camp and they ate the fruit or whatever. <laughs> it all went down just according to plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but cause like even in Adam's case where like, we're like, what did I, we, I sent whatever to you right before. Oh yeah. Adam is going to tribal and he's like, okay. Like if I, tried to flip things up and went after Parvati instead of Danny, that would be a huge risk. And, but I know that I'm going to have to, if I'm, if I want to win, I'm going to have to take huge risks. And then he doesn't. Right. Like, yeah. That, that's never a good sign. No. And so like, I, I mean, I, I, I think I, I mean, I would have said this last week, but Adam is definitely out. I think there are a lot, quite a few people who just like can't win. That's like, where is Nick? Where's Wendell? Where are these people who like, right. I don't know. Like, why aren't we it, seeing them? Right. It's funny, like, apparently, like, I was browsing um, the Edgic subreddit, like, just to see where everyone else's heads were at. And, like, apparently last week people really thought, um, like, Nick was, like, people were really high on Nick, apparently, last week just because of his fire token, like, confessional. But I feel like we agreed, like, that felt like him setting up someone else to win. Like, all he really said was the winner will use fire tokens, not that he, like, it didn't feel like he was saying he was going to be that person. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I understand where people are coming from with that uh, thought process. It's like, why did Nick say it when he didn't do anything with the fire tokens this episode or next episode or this current episode? So it's like, it makes sense to me that that's the thought where it's like, why didn't Michelle get this merge and swap confessional when anyone could have? Like, I, I just, I, I understand what they're saying and I get it, but I think other people had way better premieres and that was like all yeah. we heard from Nick in the premiere. Right, exactly. That's yeah. That to me was what made it felt feel like him setting up someone else to do well. Um, it's also but, just like them n knowing that they need to say something positive <laughs> about these fire tokens, and so I guess Nick said something good. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was a very economy. yeah. It was a very <laughs> boring confession. That it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, it wasn't Nick. <laughs> um. Well, I guess this is the part of the show where I talk about how much Michelle's actually going to win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to hear this part. I'm ready. I'm ready to be convinced. Hear me. Uh, Please evangelize. All of these are going to start with me going, okay, hear me out and like staring you in your eyes in a really uncomfortable way. Um, okay, so last week as we established we know where Michelle stands. You know, she had her little alliance of Jeremy and Natalie that didn't pan out. Um, but then we followed up on it this episode where it was like, we still see her with Jeremy. And she even said, you know, this week, let's lay low and just like vote at an old schooler, which she did. End of, oh, there you go. End of argument. She's winning. <laughs> but she, I, 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 I know you don't actually, think, I know you're not actually convinced I, of this. But, but I will I, I do want to say, like, I don't think people should, like, count her out completely, just because I feel like those kind of things are important to take note of. But I, like, she's definitely not, like, the top, like, anywhere near the top list of contenders. But, like, she still, I feel like, deserves to, like, be recognized as the, someone who, like, has kind of a chance. Because a lot of these people don't really have a narrative going for them right now, and at least she has that going for her. Never count out Mishfits. Um Never. And I don't think hashtag that we'll ever <laughs> hashtag fits fam yeah. hashtag fits fam for Bernie. Uh, I there will I mean we'll never counter out of the contenders list because we'll be getting the Michelle Fitzgerald edgic updates every single week. <laughs> I will allow you to not be on I Michelle. Don't, I don't think I could stop you from letting me know what she did this week. <laughs> It'll be like Snowpiercer. You're not getting off this train. Okay. Six people have mentioned Snowpiercer to me in the past week. <laughs> because it's directed by uh, Bong Joon-ho. I'm aware of this. And it has Chris Evans being all grimy and sweaty. Who? Someone who... I don't know. I was just... Because I was just talking about how Nicole Kidman eats cockroaches last night. And so oh. apparently... Someone in that movie eats something really gross. There's and like it's not, not the baby. I know about the baby. 
Oh yeah. No, 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 no. It's the um it's like they find out, oh, all these like protein bars they've been eating or whatever they are, they're made of bugs or something like that. Um but yeah, it's a great movie. I remember watching it like forever ago on Netflix and my standing has never stopped. And it <laughs> I was rewarded with Parasite sweeping the uh Oscars. I will need to watch the body of work of Bong Joon-ho. Uh, yeah. So far, oh, Parasite also, is the only thing I've seen. Yeah, I also did recently watch The Host, which is also really great. Just I, saying. I do like that his movies are named Parasite and The Host. Right! I didn't even like notice that until I was watching it. Yeah, it's just great. Everyone go support our anti-capitalist king. <laughs> <laughs> our, po- our, our post-Oscars edgic segment where we talk about how Bong Joon-ho is definitely going to win. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Hey, I said it in the draft episode, Michelle winning was like Parasite winning, and look where that got us. Hello. It's, it's like, why would the editors show Derek saying that if Michelle didn't eventually go on it, to win? Exactly. <laughs> it's just like Sandra saying a woman would win last season, and <laughs> I didn't finish that season, so I can only assume she was right. Yep. <laughs> congratulations um who was who was a woman on that season nora <laughs> congrats no i yeah that's i mean that would have been ideal anyway um <laughs> i don't i think that we're, we pretty much wrapped this up for the we, show we the edge of the precipice of edgic <laughs> the edge of edgic um <laughs> yeah i don't think that other people are really worth talking about because like i mean i don't yeah. think that it'll be easy to take anything away from edge of extinction until more people are on it because obviously only natalie and amber are going to get those confessionals right now so there's nothing just and like they're boring but they have to be shown right yeah there's nothing really to get out of that um either in entertainment value or in edgic value because i like i've never rewatched Edge of extinction but i don't remember <laughs> what chris underwood's like was deal was while he was on i will tell you exactly what chris underwood's deal was because i even tweeted about it like there literally the only thing chris underwood ever said was i wanted to play a perfect game that was his whole thing (laughs) like i even tweeted it like i think it was like the episode after he was voted out he said like i'm gonna play or i wanted to play the perfect game i was like haha the third boot really wanted to play a perfect game and then he won (laughs) yeah and now that you say that, I do remember that. He was like, that's out the window now. It's like, yeah, man. You it was. You on day eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what do I, we know, apparently? I have which... to laugh. Otherwise, I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, maybe that means Danny is our winner as, as the third boot of this season. Okay, yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Where, like, she released that YouTube video, which is just... This is uh, not edgic. This is, like social Sims. media ick seems <laughs> like, are up it's like why it's very a drag queen being like keep watching when they go out yeah forth <laughs> in drag race it's like okay so you're gonna come back we like it right. i i don't know it just oh, feels maybe like maybe there's a makeover challenge maybe that's what she means <laughs> could be could be <laughs> but yeah it just seems a little sus questionable to say the least <laughs> <laughs> yeah sam will be our social media um eyes on social media uh that's the unfortunate thing because cbs told yule that he wasn't allowed to post his blogs anymore oh yeah i did he see that unbelievable it's because they heard us talking about how that meant good things for sophie and they're like shut her down we can't give away our winner just yet <laughs> cool uh anything else about edgic or uh life in general that you want to get out to the to our what are our fans called i've been thinking about this i almost want to call them bitter jurors too but do we want to put them on the same level on us there are bitter judies (laughs) they are bitter judies that's a great wow you just came off (laughs) off the cuff hey i'm a comedian (laughs) (laughs) Um, we can tell wow uh yeah (laughs) Just the first, just 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 the first draft, first round draft pick of I the like name. It. You're all bitter Judies now, whether you like it or not. I love our fans. I don't think <laughs> that my my other podcast fan base still does not have a name, so we're ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, there you go. But we definitely have not thought about an outro yet. I'm sure. 
Nor an intro, which we do have. Uh... Hey, I think hey is a good. <laughs> you can't hey. be the classic. You say hi and you say bye. <laughs> like, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. They're tropes for a reason. People be greeting and meeting each other. They do. That they do. Um, but yeah, so do you want to give our secondary plugs? Absolutely. Um, I've been Sam Stanish. I'm at Sam Stanish on Twitter and Instagram. I have another podcast called Word on the Straits. We're coming to you semi-live on the day of that show's anniversary live show. We've been going for a whole year, so there's a lot of episodes for you to listen to if you just love the sound of my voice and the sound of the voice of our guest last week, Joe McMahon. And I do love both of those sounds. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm uh, Rain Dierks on Twitter. And um, speaking of Sam's live show for Word on the Straits, I provided the logo that is present on their shirts that they will be selling and you should be buying. Hopefully we sell out. I actually, I, I don't know. I think I got a good amount of shirts for the sizes, but I was worried. I guess this is all logistical, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I, I think I ordered the wrong number of different sizes of shirts, but I think it'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. It will be fine. I hope so. Uh, but yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Or bitter Judy's, I guess. Yeah. Um, see you next week. Uh, let's all make a prayer circle for a man to go home this time. Yes. And let's. then we can really start standing. <laughs> yeah, then the season will really get started. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye.